Welcome adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Headquartered somewhere in the distant Outer Plains is a secretive organization known only as the Golden Vault, which keeps watch over all the movements of the multiverses. They maintain a presence on the Material Plane, always on the lookout for the kind of adventurers who wouldn't be afraid of taking on a bit of illegal or underhanded work, so long as it's in support of an underdog, or a good cause that needs a little help outside the paths of bureaucracy. Under the watchful eye of a careful handler, these newly recruited operatives are carefully selected and assembled into teams for each new mission, teams which are now entrusted to take possession of the keys from the Golden Vault. Friends and foes, fays and fiends, welcome to Quests and Chaos. My name is Alondra Heilman. I didn't mute my computer, apparently. So, you know, here we go. <laughs> welcome to Quests and Chaos. That's the chaos part. My name is Alondra Heilman. My pronouns are she, her, and tonight I will be your heist handler as we continue our playthrough of Keys from the Golden Vault. Tonight we are bringing you part two of the Merkmire Malevolence, the first adventure of the Golden Vault. But before we get into that, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping, shall we? Uh, first of all, I want to thank our wonderful friends of the channel, Nord Games. They make wonderful uh, third-party supplements that you can use for D&D 5th Edition or other systems. Many of their supplements are system agnostic, so you can play them with whatever you want. And if you want to help them and help us out at the same time, you can use our affiliate link, nordgamesllc.com slash three dot html. You can also hit exclamation point Nord Games in the chat uh, to find that if you're watching this on Twitch. Uh, we are sponsored tonight also by the Deck of Inspiration, which was created by our own Thomas Cook. It is a product that we've created here at Quests and Chaos, and we love using it. Uh, I get the uh, dubious honor of being the first DM to have a DUI in my hand, so if people annoy me too much, apparently I get to hand out I don't know if it's a punishment for me or them at this point, honestly, but who knows? If things get wild, we might find out. Uh, speaking of the deck of inspiration, uh, let's uh, get our lovely players on screen and take a look at real quickly at the cards that we still have remaining. Hello, lovely players. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, wow, you take the cue so well. Uh, we have remaining a few cards left from last week. I have three cards in my hand, courtesy of Squeal the Bard, NGC457, and Cheesecake Fries. I still have a Boosted Balm, a Safety Oil, and Eagle's Splendor. And what do what does my heist crew have? 
I have boosted adrenaline. As a reaction, you take half damage from any one magical or non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing attack. This is calculated after any resistance is applied. Vlanta's uh, boosted regen. When consumed, this potion heals 1d6 plus 2. At the beginning of each of your turns, you heal 1d6 plus 2. Wow. For one minute. It's going to make you seem like a vampire. Just <laughs> constantly... No, I killed only normal human with good <laughs> medicine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Stuart has time out. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Oh. Can I say the description says... Totally, well, this may look like normal healing potion. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Elspeth rolls over in her grave somewhere for the umpteenth time. Uh, choose a creature within 60 feet. <laughs> a creature is paralyzed. Oh. So they're what now? <laughs> they're paralyzed. Ah, uh, okay. one. Paralyzed until the end of their next turn. Uh, and the flavor text is, you know what you did. I, again, I feel like I need to just go find the Jensen's card right now and just have it ready. I know that's cheating. I don't care. Um, anyway, uh, but yes, yeah, so we've got those. Uh, it looks like we also have a handful of bits, uh, thanks to our lovely viewers. Uh, the Tavern Upkeep is at 84% already. Thank you all so much. Huzzah! So I am very hopeful that uh, by the end of the month, we'll be able to get that to 100% or higher. Um, and all of your bits help to do that. We have a thousand bits from Duke Fleeg for the players, which I'm going to find. <laughs> Where did we? Uh, At least they're right behind me. Uh -huh. Trying to make me the new Thomas here. That is the second item that I've put where I should have put it. <laughs> Right. But it was exactly where I looked for it, so good job. Anyway, 1,000 bits to the players from Duke Fleeg. Ha! Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I know we had some more bits, I just have to find them really quick. Uh, we also had 500 bits from Tamago Tora, who says it's for the accents, so that is obviously for no! Stuart. Oh no! It has run away. Ha! Anyway, thank you all uh, for the bits. I'm gonna just put these over here. I I just sprawl further and further. The nice thing about not having a battle map is that I can just take up as much of the table as I want. Uh, anyway, uh, so with that, all of that uh, housekeeping out of the way, let's get into a summary, which I'm gonna switch and read off of a different document uh, because my brain. You do you, boo. Maybe, maybe I'm going to, if I can find it. There it is. Okay. A normal Monday took an abrupt turn for four strangers when they were contacted by the Golden Vault, a mysterious organization that operates somewhat outside the law for the greater good of the material plane. Former city guard Stuart, jeweler Sloan, forger Gemma, and totally normal human Vlad were brought together to aid professor of anthropology, Dr. Cassie Danell, in the retrieval of a newly discovered gem, which might in fact be the egg of an unknown eldritch horror in danger of hatching in a very short period of time. After getting acquainted, the newly formed team set off to the Varkenheim Museum of Natural History to uh, case the joint and see how difficult the job might be. At the museum, the team was able to locate the gem as the centerpiece of that evening's gala being held to celebrate its discovery. 
Gemma got some excellent information about the most hard-nosed of the guards and enjoyed an excellent latte. Stuart uh, charmed a naive security guard with promises of an undercover operation and hid some supplies for later on in the night. Vlad attempted to assess some of the locked locations on Dr. Danielle's hand-drawn map for a pretty heist heist, but was also preoccupied by a judgmental 10-year-old and a totally not suspicious, perfectly preserved dinosaur. Sloan located several alarms and various other potentially magical items to be wary of, and also possibly found contraband stashed in the privies. Uh, scouting done, the team scattered to gather any further supplies and formal attire they might need to get into that evening's gala. But one team member, Gemma, was suddenly whisked away for unknown reasons. Which brings us to where we are now. You have all uh, scattered to your various uh, locations and contacts. Uh, let's get a quick recap from each of you uh, who you are who you are playing, and what your character is currently doing. This is my clever way of uh, incorporating in intros. Um, so let's start over here. Introduce yourself and what Hello. you do. Hello, I am Quests and Chaos. <laughs> and also I am Thomas. <laughs> uh, uh, and I am playing Stuart Shonery, a shitty guard. Okay, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> a city guard. Started so strong. Who has uh, left the guard because it is a corrupt organization and people need to be held responsible. Uh, he is putting on a tux. Yeah. And uh, is he? Yeah, formal wear. Yeah. I mean, a reminder: you guys do have a bag of holding, so any like armor or magical items you want to bring with you, you can bring when you meet up at the tavern and smuggle in. Gotcha. Anyway, so, so yeah. yes, in formal attire and probably not doing anything other than that. Just getting dressed and getting ready to have a good time. Yep. Right. Uh, Vlad. I am Laura, she, her, and I play Vlad. Uh, they, them, uh, they are totally normal human criminal. Used to work freelance, but, uh, Golden Vault came through and, you know, make lead offer they couldn't refuse. <laughs> like, literally could not refuse, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> Vlad has gotten dressed up for gala. And uh, Vlad, on the way back to meet, is going to stop by and pick up those little snacks for little murder bunny. In case. Just in case. <laughs> Wonderful. And Sloan. Uh, I'm Cal, I use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Sloane Sidrin, who also uses they, them pronouns. Um, I think Sloane uh, is a jeweler uh, at a local shop and does a little business on the side with the thieves reworking jewelry um, so it can be resold without any negative consequences. Uh, so I think Sloane uh, got dressed, looks real spiffy, real nice. And Sloane had the briefcase of holding. Yes. They had a butter knife in the briefcase of holding. They put their thieves tools in a hollowed out book that says thieves tools on it <laughs> inside the briefcase of holding. So clever. Um, and then I think is headed back to the tavern with the potential contraband and would like to ask uh, Dave to identify 
the types of the type of drug that it is. Yeah, very good. Um, and you said uh, last week, is it still true that you also picked up Theo? Yes, I picked up Theo. Theo is a um, something that Sloan has been tinkering with with for a while. Um, it's a it's sort of a uh, looks like a steampunk snake. It's made out of metal. Um, it kind of curls around Sloane's arm and hides under Sloane's sleeve. So it looks like a bracelet. Um, and yeah, so, you know, Theo's just sort of chilling. Yeah. So all of you have gotten uh, dressed to the nines. You have gathered your things and you are all heading back to the uh, Sage's Quill Tavern, which is your rendezvous point. At the Sage's Quill Tavern, Dave, the hipster bartender who knows way too much about secret societies, is currently on the phone staring at the empty glass on the bar in front of him where Gemma had previously been sitting uh, until she was abruptly whisked away, and I do mean literally whisked away in a cloud of dust and smoke by her mother. Uh, he's on the phone with someone saying, yeah, um, I think you're gonna have to find somebody else for your heist tonight when uh, a patron that he recognizes walks in. Why don't you join the table? Sure. Evening, everyone. Uh, why don't you really quickly uh, introduce, <laughs> introduce yourself uh, for anybody who doesn't know you and uh, let us know who we see walking into the Sage's Quill. Certainly. Hi, everyone. I'm Tiana Wren, uh, pronouns she, Faye, and I am playing uh, Risha, who is... So Risha comes wandering into the bar. Uh, Kind of, kind of like like down on their not down on their luck, but definitely like dressed to uh, fit in with the rest of the street crowd, and uh, is walking with a staff that's a little bit taller than them. They're about the size of a of a halfling thereabouts, and uh, comes walking up to the bar, uses the the staff to vault up onto a, a seat fairly close to the empty uh, glass that that Dave is staring at. Um, Risha is a Hadozi, so a uh, a monkey human person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Dave looks at Risha um, as, uh, as I got the phone and suddenly goes, you know what, actually, I think I've got you covered. Um, if you want to just come down and check in. Yeah, cool. I'll see you in a couple. Bye. Hey! Usual? Yes, please. Great. What you doing tonight? That sounds like a loaded question there, it my is. friend. It is. Excellent. What you got? A uh, job. Oh? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I can't really say, do you know those folks I work with? Because I work with everyone. I was going to say, that, that uh, does not narrow the field at all. No, um, some folks that I do happen to work with uh, just lost a member from their crew for a little a little shindig tonight. Uh, and so if you happen to be free, I thought you might want to pick up. I don't honestly know uh, exactly what the deal is. There was a lot of complaints about uh, the 20 gold each being offered not being worth it for the job, but they still took the job. So I'll leave that one on you. You can ask more questions when they or somebody gets here, but um, if you're not doing anything, uh, sounds like you get to stick one to some academics. 
and possibly save the world from a creeping eldritch horror. I'm sorry, a what? You heard me. Right. Don't want to think about that. My job, look, I'm a bartender. I hear everything. I have no context. I just know what got said. Huh. All right. Well, um, that's a little bit beyond my ken, but I am very much down to, to stick it to some academics. Great. You should just hang out here for like another, like, uh, right now, actually. That looks like them. Uh, as at this moment, uh, Stuart walks in to the tavern. This tavern, same tavern as before, fully empty except for this uh, casually dressed uh, little monkey uh, sitting at the bar and Dave, the hipster bartender. Uh, shortly behind you will follow Vlad and Sloan in whatever order you decide to appear in. Do I recognize Stuart at all? Uh, how many run-ins have you had with the city guard in your life? Uh, more when I was younger. Uh, I've gotten better at it since I've gotten older. It's possible that you... I would say that you maybe recognize the demeanor of someone who has some law enforcement background. <laughs> he is dressed like a noble, kind of. Oh! Uh, he is very well-dressed. And then I think mostly what you notice is that this dude is way too dressed to be at a college <laughs> bar. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, round of ales. Did you lose a bet? Well, it's, it's the evening. No, I meant the clothes. Oh, I'm going to a gala. Damn, what you doing around here then? Uh, no reason. Nothing. Nothing at all. I don't even need insight on that one. <laughs> I'm getting an ale. I need a pre-heist a pre -heist ale. I mean, I need a pre-evening ale. A pre-what now? Uh, <laughs> I think Sloan bursts the door open. Hey, yo, Dave, I got this shake here that- Oh, hi, you guys. How's it going? Hello. Hey. Hi. Do I know you? Don't know, but the, the, the bar seems to be filling up with some interesting people tonight. Uh, uh, Dave just goes, well, you're about to. Oh, uh, hey, give it here, I'll take a look at it. Um, hey, uh, so your friend yeah. who you were here with earlier? Yeah, Gemma. Yeah, she's gone. What? Her mom said she had to go. Her there mom? Was, yeah, there was a lot of implication that like maybe there was like danger happening. But hey, uh, this is my buddy Risha, uh, who's gonna help you out. Okay, whiplash a little bit of hi, Risha. I'm Sloan. Nice to meet you. Hi, hi, Sloan. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, you look very nice. Oh, thanks. And you know, we're we're going to a party. It's gonna be great. We're not heisting anything at all. Oh, well, I don't then, know what you're talking about. Oh, well, then I'm not going to be any use at all. At that moment, Vlad walks in. Hello, fellow human goalies. Let's make heist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, and then we'll look. Oh, Gemma, when we said fancy dress, we meant like fancy, not costume. <laughs> Hi, I'm Risha. Gemma, Gemma apparently took off. I'm here. Oh, you're not Gemma. She's totally unacceptable. You know, usually even even <laughs> good disguise for? spells don't make people significantly shorter. Unless your friend is a halfling or a gnome. Oh, no, all you humans. No, all was... humans look alike. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely not a gnome, I would have noticed. Uh, <laughs> these are fey hops. Uh, okay. Wow. You can brew them into real good beer, but be careful when you drink them because 
weird stuff happens. Okay. Uh, okay. Like what kind of weird stuff? Like, um, there's about like 10 or 12 different known effects and you just kind of drink it and it's totally random. What's going to happen to you. Sometimes it's awesome. Like you get to be invisible and sometimes, uh, you're just like really, really horny for no reason. and can't do anything about <laughs> that it. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, no, it's kind of fun. It's great for parties. Sometimes you wake up, you don't know where your pants are. Yeah. Oh, that sounds even more funny. Okay. Yeah. No, they're they're uh, they're pretty wild. They grow them in the Feywilds. wilds. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. All right. I found oh, it in a toilet. Do you think they make toilet beer out of it? I don't know. You know, I used to make toilet gin and toilet whiskey and toilet sake, but I've never done toilet beer before. I feel like that'd be really hard. You got to keep it sealed, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of tricky. This show is sponsored by toilets, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I may be an alcoholic, but that just sounds a bit much. Yeah, probably. You probably you know right. when they take away your liquor license, you make do with what you've got until they forget that they took away your liquor license. Give it back to you. Hey, Scylla, what's up? Uh, you guys turn around. You do see Priscilla has now come in the door, and she just kind of does and, a scam. And uh, you do not see you do not see the murder bunny. Wait, the light was. No. What 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 is Vlad pull out? <laughs> what the bunny rabbit snacks? Like <laughs> bunny rabbits. <laughs> I mean, is it like blood and guts or is it like carrots and stuff? I just stopped by store and asked for murder bunny snacks. <laughs> All right, well, this is going to be an interesting party. Hello, everyone. I uh, thought I should, uh, sorry, Dave called me, uh, said that Gemma had to go. Um, I will be checking in on that to make sure everything's all right. I know with her mother's sometimes things get a little like uh, at times. Um, but uh, hello, uh, I'm Priscilla. Nice to meet you. Uh, Risha, is it? Risha, yeah. Yes, good. Our uh, checks came back with an excellent background on you, so I think you'd be a wonderful fit for this group. I'm impressed that your checks found anything. Well, you know, we've got people. Mm. Intriguing. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, well, it looks like you were all ready to go. I just wanted to make sure that you were all um, settled and had everything you uh, need, given the circumstances. Uh, uh, the I talked spoke to the professor. She assures me that uh, she is uh, about 37% done with the first 50% of the repairs. That does not sound promising. Not at all. I don't know what that means either, so I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope. Can I do an intelligence mathematics check? <laughs> <laughs> Figure out the time we've been gone and if it's going to be done by midnight. Um, sure. With the <laughs> knowing that you don't actually know if this is one of those things where like the first one is the hardest and then everything gets faster and easier mm. as you go because I assume you don't do a lot of arcane repairs. But sure, give me just like a raw int check to see. Ooh. Can I? Uh, you want to help? So I was gonna say, uh, can since Sloan knows magical yeah. things, can I assist? Yes. Okay. With advantage in case so you see Seventeen and seventeen. Okay. I apologize for the clacky noises. Um. Uh, so many... yeah. that doesn't sound great. <laughs> like, like if that math is just one for one, um, you uh, thirty-seven percent of fifty percent. Uh, I'm not going to do that math, but it is less than a quarter of the work done. Um, and uh, you. I have to do the math of timing. Um, it has been two hours. 
to two to three hours total that you guys have been okay. figuring this out. Um, it is currently right around six o'clock, which is when the gala starts. The museum proper closes at eight. The gala goes until whenever at night. It's a bunch of rich people drinking. It goes until whenever they say it's done. Um, or the world ends. Or the world ends. Um, and you know from what the professor told you earlier that uh, she believes that the egg will hatch by midnight and that the effects that the egg has when you are near it will continue to get more frequent and stronger as time goes on and it gets closer to hatching. Right. Okay, cool, so, cool. Yep. so anyone want to fill me in on what I've apparently signed up for? Cause it's Monday night and I'm bored. <laughs> Dave, Dave swings back by, slings beers like you're doing a heist. Continue, and then goes back. Yeah, you said something about eldritch horror. Do we have the map? You do have the map. Okay. Um, which... We should actually fold it out and. Uh... Yeah. So we unfold the. No, map. no, no. You have to sweep everything off the table. Oh wait. First. So with the beer, just all the beer goes off the table. <laughs> and then the bartender's like, all these empty tables. <laughs> the map camera might be experiencing. Problems. That's fine. I wasn't sure. Just uh, just seeing if it was uh, positioning. Um, the players, for anybody who's watching who can't see it, which you probably can't, the players have been given a hand-drawn map of what they were given by the professor, which we have annotated with things they have discovered. Um, uh, for the people who I forgot to tell earlier, uh, the additions that I have made from last week are where uh, Sloan detected the presence of the abjuration magic that uh, they believe is the alarm spell, uh, as well as indication of the stairs and skylight formation that Stuart was able to spot when he was up in the attic. So. Okay, so this is the map. And... Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it is map. Some fucking attitude. All right, well, okay. <laughs> so... Look, I know I'm small, but I'm not a kid. Well, I wasn't saying you were a kid. I was just saying this is a map. You know, this is a map of where we're going. And just, I'm, I'm leading it. Can you just like give me, give me a second? Here. All right, I, all right. I, I, sorry, I'm sorry. Telling a story. When you tell a story, you gotta start at the beginning. Please, right? please go on. Okay. I was in the watch. <laughs> and that, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Well, I don't think we're telling that. Boy, you side eye from Risha from hell. Oh, boy, on farm. Century, I mean, <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> How? Ten decades ago? That's a long time. <laughs> Tell you what, I know uh, there were some concerns that we weren't paying you enough for this job. I'm going to up everybody's pay a little bit, and I'm also going to get you a therapist. Because it sounds like everybody in this oh, room. Oh, that's, that's a good, good benefit. Yeah. I tell you, your dental plan is shit. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, I am very aware of that. The dental plan's crap. And I have lots uh, of teeth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know yeah, you Lots, yeah. lots of teeth. <laughs> well, does not even covered in line, so. I I will speak to management about that. You gotta pay sure. so much out of pocket for those things. Okay, well anyway, this is a map. Yes. And there's this egg, and it's gonna explode into an eldritch horror of some kind unless we steal it and put it in a box that this professor is making. But, you know, the closer it gets to midnight, kind of like gremlins, Right, like right. Yep. you were saying that last time. So the closer it gets to midnight, the more negative effects it has on the people around it. Like, like makes them sick and, and shit like that. So we gotta get it out of there as soon as possible and also not get caught and also not die. 
and also not kill anyone if we can avoid it. Oh, it wasn't specified, but I. Uh... I mean, I mean, you know, in. I feel like unless you can know. be really sure they deserve it. Eh, killing's messy. You have to hide the bodies. That's true. Blood narrows their mm-hmm. eyes and thinks about that ten-year-old boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bloody at all. It's just a. Anyway. Pr- Priscilla is leaning against the bar, just watching you guys, and you can just see her doing the like mathematical calculations in the back of her head as you guys are having the conversation about murder. Just like. Yeah. So it has to be worth it. Also, there's a big Allosaurus, but it's not like a skeleton of an Allosaurus. It's like an actual preserved Allosaurus, which I think is really weird and kind of magical. Seems totally innocuous. Yes. Donated, by, donated by a man named Chekhov. <laughs> yes. Cool. That's true. Cool, 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 cool. That's very true. <laughs> Might not actually be in the module. <laughs> it's it's not in the module, but it is canon now. <laughs> I don't care if it's the truth now. Sorry, don't have anything you can put down. Uh, uh, yes? Oh, I was just going to say, so all of the A's are alarm spell places where mm-hmm. alarm spells are cast fairly frequently. There's like a residue there. Yeah. Um, when you walk in the front lobby, there are two statues. Uh-huh. And they they were tingly, weird. They were definitely tingly. They I couldn't tell tingly. why they were tingly. They were like glowy and weird and shit, but they, like oh. you have to pass through them in order to like get into the lobby. So I assume there's some sort of protective measure, but I couldn't figure it out. Are they where they are on the map? Uh, is the booth is is that, roughly, is yes. Do we have to pass through them? You wrote vibe next to them. <laughs> you, uh, they are, they are technically far enough forward that you could kind of come through and skirt the wall and go around. Hmm. Um, but that would maybe be weird. It, I mean, maybe. Um, Depends on how busy the girl is. I'm looking, maybe I'm someone looking at, makes I'm looking at the real map. Um, Love symbols, maybe. That's racist. Wow. Oh, uh, Vlad, I, I don't, I don't think that's an appropriate oh, thing that's to what say. I seen. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think you, you're thinking of the musical, right? Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, in last town I was in. Yeah, with monkey with symbols. No, oh. I, I mean, not not to say that some of my cousins don't do that kind of work. Okay, so what's not bad assumption? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's like saying all totally normal humans, you know, like killing people. <laughs> Wait, they don't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, uh, I did confirm there is actually enough space behind that you could, um, when you first enter those doors uh, onto onto the big sort of like doormat rug thing, you could shoot off the ends of the rug and go around mm. them. There is actually enough room for that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so uh, up the stairs, uh, you you come to the second floor where there is that Allosaurus. So many ash words. That was the point. Um, and then. Uh, it's not a skeleton, anyway, as said. Uh, then, uh, to uh, when facing the Allosaurus, to your left, is the Gala area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a uh, Mark Meyer stone here, uh, right there. Is that what we're after? Yes, we're looking mm-hmm. to steal that. And then there are oh, bathrooms in the hallway behind it. Mm-hmm. With uh, mismatched jewelry in there. Well, I took that. Did I? No, I hid it back there. 
Yeah, you took it. I took it. Okay, it's with us. Yeah, you took you took the whole pouch. So right. you got the fey hops and the earrings of message. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but the mayor may not be competing hype crews there. Right. My type rumble. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Possibly. If so, um, we stole the shit and we should avoid them. And then I stashed some stuff in the attic. Some rope. You did. Uh, some weapons. Oh. Yeah. Very nice. That's smart. Also, the pedestal that the Merc Maya stone is on has like some kind of weird magic on it. I think it was transmutation. Did I say Correct. that? Correct. Transmutation magic on it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about is. magic. What kind of magic is transmutation? I don't know. But like, trans changing. Yeah, basically, tra changing one thing into another thing. Mm. So I don't really know if that's like, maybe that's not the actual stone. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. it's a totally a stone golem under there. <laughs> no, no, like, I mean, like. Don't have the shoulder one. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. Oh, we should have checked that before. <laughs> maybe well, I could a... probably like, I, I, you know, I have a sense for these kinds of things. I can usually identify something. Okay. So maybe that is priority when we get there. Yeah. I, I I think though before the room was closed off, so we can get a close look. Uh, mm. But I think uh, once we're in the gala, since we are such you know fancy dressed people, um, we should be able to get a closer look at it. You need you need fancy dress clothes. I I kind of do. But okay. oh, don't worry, I got you. Says Dave from the back. Uh, he comes out and chucks at you, um, basically like a nice pair of slacks. And like a like a purple kind of silk shirt that does like the deep V thing. Ooh. Um, he's like, uh, you might have to, you know, tuck the shirt in a little more. It's probably gonna be a little big on you, but this should work. Just uh, jazz. Oh, and here, uh, and checks you like a real blinged out chain that'll fill out the V. He's like, look, I know it's not the most ideal. Act like a rich asshole. It'll work. <laughs> Do I recognize the jewelry at all? Uh, give me a <laughs> uh, either a history or investigation check. Okay. <laughs> does it have gems on it? Um, it does have a gem on it. Okay. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I have a feature. Okay. Not like an actual feat, no, no, no. but like a thing. No, but I like a thing. Do. Yeah. Um. When you inspect jeweled objects, your proficiency with jeweler's tools aids you in picking out clues in my hold. So I can add my proficiency. Yes, to this? you may add your proficiency. Okay. <laughs> that's a mood. Uh, yeah, that's great. It's so great. Um, you said uh, investigation? Uh, investigation, perception, history. Okay. I'm going to go with investigation. Okay. Um, nine. Nine. Um, you're not 100% certain, <laughs> but it looks very similar to... Uh, these uh, medallions that you have definitely seen some folks you work with wear. Um, you're pretty sure that everybody who wears them is members of this like elite, like boys club. Um, you have done work for them. Uh, let's just say turning um, items that maybe didn't used to belong to them or their family, but now are part of the family into something that looks kind of like those chains for the members of the family to wear. Okay, okay. Did you get these from Petey or something? You know Petey? Oh yeah. 
Oh, Petey's my guy. I love Petey. <laughs> I did actually get the shirt from Petey a while back. I needed it for a thing. That entirely tracks. It likes to keep clothes around that are about my size. Yeah, yeah. Petey's uh, dope. Petey is the best. Yeah, we uh, we spent uh, some some time knocking around the streets together. Wow. Like uh, well, the Petey's good people, so you must be good people. Do I know Petey? <laughs> <laughs> you have heard you have heard of the elusive Petey. Petey is uh, known in the watch because Petey seems to be able to procure any uniform and it is indistinguishable from an actual uniform, but nobody has ever caught Petey. <laughs> he is just a legend. Sure. Are you saying Petey is your size? No, but Petey knows me and Petey likes to keep things around for me. Because hmm. uh, Petey knows how hard it is for me to find good things in my sizes. As, as, as Risha proceeds to, to change with absolutely no shame, they're right there in the middle of the bar. Great. I want to know a Pyotr, but that was many, many, many ages ago. <laughs> he gets like this wistful, like, far <laughs> 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 Yeah, Priscilla also kind of has a moment where she's like, I think I worked with someone named Petrie once. Petrie. Oh, God. Yes. That, that's a callback. Yes, indeed. So as you wrap up, you finish your uh, pre-heist beverages, get yourselves dressed and straightened up. Uh, you are able to make your way back to the museum with invitations in hand to the Grand Wargenheim Gala. Um, it's about... 6.30 by the time you get over there. Again, having to keep cutting across campus, dodging students. Um, <laughs> Tripping them occasionally. Also, we have to be fashionably late. So. That's true. I mean, yeah, you don't want to get there too early. We have to make a bit of an entrance. We got a pregame, too. <laughs> so important, the pregame. Um, I'm pregamed. <laughs> I can see that you have pre-gamed my prostitution check. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, actually, on on that note, I am going to take a, a swig from uh, my my item, hearing that this thing makes people sick when it gets close to when they get close to them. Sure. Yeah, you uh, take a pull of your very nice whiskey um, and stash your flask in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a flask too. I drink. It's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not really a one for wine, but you know, to each their own. Does anybody want to put things in the briefcase of holding before we go? Risha kind of looks up at their staff. Yeah, that's probably this might stand out a bit. Yeah, I don't even know if it'd fit in there, but I mean we could Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh just like jam it in. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. All sorts of fun things. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, wonderful. So you guys all uh, approach. Uh, the sun is now setting, so the sky is beautifully alight with purples, golds, and oranges as you approach this gorgeous, majestic, <laughs> historic building. And Vlad put the... Uh, Vlad's going to put... Um, his two die. I assume we're in the idea that we aren't supposed to take our weapons. <laughs> the the idea of the of the briefcase of holding is that any magical items or weapons that or armor that you want to get in, you're gonna need to stash because I believe that's why the professor and Priscilla specifically told you like put in like a glass bottle or like a really oh, so, dumb knife or something. Yeah, Vlad so that in, the guards will find that when Vlad they. Puts in, yeah, mm -hmm. there are two daggers, crossbow, and a bunch of tampons. <laughs> 
before the before the tampons. Hold on, hold on. Before the tampons, I also put everything that I need in there, like my yeah. two daggers. I'll make sure to get my flask in there like too. Once all I'm talking about magical items. Anything yeah. else before the tampons? Uh, I, I stored most sentence. of my stuff uh, up in the attic. No, okay. I guess maybe I have to put these potion in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and I believe Priscilla gave you guys two healing potions before you mm-hmm. left, which yes. you guys can have stashed in there as okay. well. I'm coming in completely blind. I didn't watch last week's episode. Bet you didn't know that this was an inventory management game. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, God, we're playing the early Resident Evil games. Cool. You're, yeah, you are. Like a lollipop that has, like, been rewrapped. Yeah. It goes in there too. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. I'm sticky now. I am not spewing the inside of my mask. That's gross. I don't think the spit take counts if we don't see it. So at least you're safe. Okay, so then I'll... Oh, wait, you want to? No, I, I stored most of my stuff there. Uh, but I do Tampons. have... Uh, we have a code word. Um, under An undercover code word. We do? Scorpion bush. I was going to say swordfish because that's see that's usually the one, but that one's. I don't. Scorpion bus. When do we yeah, say this? You, but scorpion. So Clark believes we are undercover. Who's Clark? I don't. Uh, he's, he's one of the guards. Oh, that's right. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. A little naive, but he's a good guy. Um, mm. He thinks that we are undercover. Uh, we didn't say what our mission was, uh, but. Uh, but if you if he's starting to get hassle you and you say scorpion bush, scorpion you bush. may need to use shay like that. <laughs> scorpion bush. <laughs> scorpion <laughs> bush. Rachel <laughs> <laughs> reaches up and pats it and, and pats the side of, of Stuart's uh, uh, knee. Look at you corrupting the youth. Uh, okay, wait. Maybe I'll, I'm going to go in with an accent. Well, I'm going to go in with an accent. Okay, scorpion bus. Oh! Scorpion bus. Nice. Okay, okay. scorpion bus. That way they won't know it's me. That's smart. That's very smart. Okay. I know we give Thomas shit for his accents, but that was actually a really cool very like good. shift. <laughs> I agree. <sighs> All right, shall we? Sh- oh, no, you want to wreck Stuart. <laughs> You approach the majestic front of the Varkenheim Natural Museum. Now that it's gotten a little bit darker, that sickly green and the continual flames that is uplighting the front of the building just is even more ominous and also just like a really aesthetically bad design choice on so many levels. You're not sure how this is supposed to be attractive, but you see a handful of very well-dressed, wealthy, kind of noble-looking folk uh, making their way up the grand steps or like kind of lingering in the doorway. Um, You spot uh, one security guard standing kind of just at the doors. Um, There looks like they're kind of posted to be on that kind of like the porch slash the front of the main area. Because again, the, the museum proper is still open to the public at this point, but they seem to be helping direct the more uh, well-dressed folks who are attending the gala toward the gala. Um, You are able to approach, you present your tickets, you are waved in and uh, told, you know, please, uh, you know, uh, head on up to the the second floor. Uh, Just go uh, right up there and turn to your right and uh, it'll be in the gemstone wing. Uh, Flag down anyone wearing a museum insignia or any uh, anyone from security if you have trouble finding things and have a lovely night, everyone. 
Um, and you are now back Thanks. in Thanks the about museum. <laughs> Uh, do you want to head straight up to the gala? Do you want? Are to... any of the office doors open? Do you want to go check? Uh, I mean, open. They're not currently open. Oh. No. Is there any? Nah. I'm kind of meander, like around the side of the of the <laughs> building toward where the alarm spells would be. Yeah. But not not crossing through those. Sure. Um, just sort of. You know, looking around, give it a little sniff. Yeah. Do I remember yeah. what the alarm residue like smelled like? <laughs> I I love the questions that come out of D and D. Yes, you do. Um, weirdly enough, uh, Sloane has the ability to smell magic, um, <laughs> because that was a natural 20 that I just rolled. So you, you get that. Oh, the finger guns are going tonight. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going to have to bring in one of my Strixhaven NPCs. Yes, you finger are. Guns. Finger guns. Um, uh, yeah, you have the ability to smell magic. It's not always super precise, but we're just gonna make that canon. Uh, you know that abjuration has has this um, slightly like vinegary scent to you. And um, as you kind of pass by, you pass by each of these doors to the probably offices. Um, and you get that like kind of little whiff. Your detect magic isn't up right now, I assume. So you don't have like full confirmation, but you kind of get this sense of like, you know, and it makes sense, right? If these are doors, especially if these are offices as is presumed, then this would make sense as something that you would want to put an alarm on mm -hmm. when you lock it up for the night. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you also got that same sense as you came through the front doors again, cool. unsurprising. Cool. What did you put up in the attic? Let's go see gemstone, yes? Uh, yes. And on the way up, I say I put some rope and my daggers and the rapier and... A thousand ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a thousand ball bearings. Yes. Uh, it, it, my burglar's pack, so all mm. the stuff that came in that. That is bounding up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> um, Now that it's starting to get darker, and especially because the light from the skylight is now dimmed, uh, the Allosaurus, the perfectly preserved Allosaurus that is the centerpiece of the second floor, is now also kind of like uplit by those, you know, the classic museum lights that are kind of like hidden mm -hmm. and they're not super great because they're kind of covered by the foliage that makes the diorama. So it actually just makes it this like very eerily like the top is in shadow and the bottom is lit and it's just this big looming presence now in the center of the room surrounded by these equally poorly lit skeletons of its fellows that were pulled from the Merkmeyer mucks in times past. Well, totally normally not good dinosaur. You know, my Sims and I used to like hold a candle under our chins for that uplit lit effect to tell scary stories. I feel like I've, 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 I've yeah, I've, I've done a similar thing. Yeah, it, it never quite had the right effect as an adult. No, but like as a kid, it was it so scary. Really well, as a kid, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. I tried it with a torch once. And it, Ow! Yeah. It, it, it <laughs> Ow. Oh, that's why you have no facial hair. Right. It's, so it is. You, you burnt all of the pores closed when you were a kid. That's why I have to wear this toupee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, that is canon. <laughs> Okay, I'm writing it down. 
Shoe and Chonnery had the toupee. <laughs> because of a torch accident as a child. Toupee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somewhere you will just I brought toupees. In the back of your minds, you just hear the ringing of Priscilla going, I'm going to get you all therapy. <laughs> Oh, come um, on, that's just normal kid stuff, right? Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. You make it up to the second floor, uh, and you can see, uh, again, there's a handful of patrons who are still kind of finishing up. Uh, there's like a school tour uh, that seems to be uh, wrapping up, coming out of the cafe sort of area. Um, and to the right, where the gemstone is, fully lit up, there's like soft... Uh, instrumental music playing, the lights are glowing with that weird sickly green glow, but also with torchlight. Um, and there's just a bunch of very well-dressed people, mostly uh, crowded into the gemstone wing, it looks like, but a few of them are sort of drifting around the fossils and statuary that's out in this main area on the second floor. Hello. I need to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Oh, here, go I need to go to the bathroom. You two need to go to the bathroom too. Let's yes. go. Absolutely. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Absolutely. We should we should go to the bathroom before. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like I should. <laughs> <laughs> sort of hurt everybody. Totally normal <laughs> humans go in packs. Okay, I've seen that bachelorette party. <laughs> uh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you all... are all wearing same shirt. Yes, we often wear the same shirt. For sure. <laughs> you all head together en masse into the privies uh, of the five stalls. Four of them are open, but is one of them appears to be occupied. <laughs> uh, I want to pound on the door of the one that's occupied. Hey! What? Hey, yourself! Get the fuck out! Oi! Right, give me a minute! You guys wait for an awkwardly long pause. There is a flush. <laughs> there is another long pause. And then this um, uh, tuxedoed halfling like walks out and just like scans all of you. It's just like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> Goes, washes hands, gives you another look. Use soap. Yeah, I'm gonna use soap. You better fucking use soap. Pumps That's like, all I'm saying. Four pumps of soap and hand shows it to you. Okay, rub for 30 seconds. Sing a little tune <laughs> Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> yep. Are you happy now? Yep, I'm happy. Didn't realize all the freaking extra security. They ain't got bathroom cops. Uh, <laughs> grumbles his way out of <clears throat> the uh, bathroom. You have the bathroom to yourself. Immediately close it, close the door, and like stick a chair under the handle or something. There is no chair in here. I like plop the briefcase and I open it up and I pull out Mary Poppins style the, the staff. I had known the bathrooms were going to become such a significant point of interest. I would have hidden more stuff in there. Maybe you did. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull out the earrings of message. Um, I can cast message so I can talk to y'all anytime I want. And you could talk back to me. Who cannot? Do that. So I have no uh, magic. No magic. message. Oh yes, I can do that too. <laughs> oh god, the echo. Fuck. Jesus Christ. And it echoes back at you too. 
I, I think I get one of those. Yep, yeah, one for you, one for you. One. They don't match at all. All right. And then your ear kind of flops down, kind of adorably, like, 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 like a puppy. Oh my God. Your ears it's down. good look, actually. <laughs> Yeah, like the, it's very... Yeah. Uh, it's just, I'll, like, I'll, like stick it in, like, say, uh, <laughs> no, 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 you gotta, you, you gotta... No, it's fine, it's, no one can see, it's, it's, I'll just do this whenever I talk to everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, you, you, you gotta pull it, yeah, yeah, like that. Vlad, give me a perception check while they're working out. <laughs> pull it to activate it? Yeah, well, you just kind of, like, press on it a little bit. Oh, oh nat 20. Nat 20. 22. Uh, it is... Incredibly faint. You're probably the only one who could have heard this, but you hear a little like scratching at the door. I think something or something trying to get in. Okay. I'm gonna go to the door, take out the yeah, and gonna, like I'm gonna run into a stall before you get there. <laughs> run into a stall, shut the door. I'm also gonna do open really small. You open the door, uh there's no one at your level. No, I look down. You look down, uh, little bunny looks up at you. <gasps> oh, Martha bunny, get in here, get in here. Door crack and uh, Hyacinth, little black and white bunny, slips okay. in and just like sits down next to the Harry door. Harry lock with our staff and then, oh, I, I brought snacks. <laughs> and I just put on the ground. Uh, yeah. Uh, that grin is the most terrifying happily, thing I have ever seen you do. Happily starts uh, gobbling up whatever you put in. Oh, see, I told you. Perfect snack. It's a good idea. Uh, uh, Off the hello. bathroom hello. floor. Bunny? Uh, yeah, you look down, you see a little normal sized, like little black and white bunny who then just looks up at you and grins with a mouth full of sharp teeth. Ah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit nods at you. <clears throat> good to know. Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Risha. Alright, um... That's Hyacinth. I peer out of the stall. What's going on out there? Scary bunny with lots of teeth. Right. Yeah, Hyacinth yeah. is the, the bunny, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad this is normal. What, what does the bunny want? Love it. To help. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Bunny, oh, bunny just bunny. nods. Bunny winks at you. So you go for the ankles and I'll come from above. Got it. Uh, bunny grins. <laughs> Love that. Okay, well, um, uh, maybe we should. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wash your hands. I'll things that were in there. Lot of, <laughs> lot of uh, little germs in the bathroom, for sure. Okay, so should we scope out Jim? Yeah, I, I think so. Maybe uh, we need to look at the security, see what that situation is. Let's get in the room. Okay, murder bunny, just, you know, lay low. Just watch what we do. Uh, the murder bunny looks at you, nods, and disappears. That's oh. worse. Okay. That's worse. We all agree it's worse, right? No, not really. I mean, not work. Okay, we'll come back. <laughs> Maybe just hungry. Does it smell weird in here? Uh, you do get a faint whiff of some sort of magical effect. Okay, cool. Great. Well, okay. Let's go look at stone. Sure. Should we leave one at a time like we did last time? So it's not weird. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> All right. Vlad, Which part Vlad. of this isn't weird? Vlad, about Vlad <laughs> leaving to go into the room. <laughs> I was going to put the staff back in the briefcase of holding. Thank you. 
What order do you leave <laughs> the bathroom in to go to the gallery? I guess Vlad is out first. Vlad's already in the room. Yeah, yeah. Vlad, Vlad heads out. Who's coming next? Stuart, I'll, yeah. over here. Cool. I'll wait like five seconds after Stuart and then I'll go. And I'll give it a, a good solid 30 seconds so, so that I can come out and start mingling and um, being a rich asshole. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, you all make your way uh, out of the privies and back around to the gemstone. Are you all actually going into where the party is? At yeah. Well, that is. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to go in right around the corner and look for Clark. Great. Give me a perception check to see how quickly you're able to spot him. Nine. Nine. Um, you're pretty sure he's here, but there are a lot of people here, so you start weaving your way through looking for him. Okay. Uh, as Vlad goes in the room, uh, they want to scan the room to get a sense of any of the people in there seem like competing heist crews. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, with advantage. Oh, okay. 13? 13. Um, most of these folks... There's always the possibility, right? You can't, like, you guys are pretending to be rich assholes. So it's possible that some of these people are also just pretending to be rich assholes. But Vlad, you have been around for a totally normal human amount of time and you've experienced <laughs> your fair share of rich assholes mm -hmm. in that time. And most of this group, it, this just seems like a lot of, you know, those patrons of the arts the or those really wealthy people that want to make sure everyone knows how wealthy they are and how much they, you know, are patrons of the city by showing up to these things and really being seen. There's a lot of bling, there's a lot of glam, and there's a lot of sort of like notice me clothing and personality happening in this room. Um, you do catch that there is one uh, very overdressed woman, so many feathers, just lots of feathers, on the arm of a very bored looking man and sort of, uh, kind of at her side in that way of like, I have been told if I leave this spot, I will get in trouble, but I don't want to be here. You do see the judgmental 10 year old who is now in like a little, it's like a little like kids, like later hosen sort of suit. They, he, he looks absolutely like he's going to kill someone. <laughs> um, uh, and he's just kind of stuck there. This is clearly the exact miniature of this man. Uh, mm. They have even had the same facial expression of kill me. I do not want to be here. <laughs> so you're pretty sure that this poor kid has been dragged along with his parents. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad will run back to um, Sloan to get the lollipop out of the bag. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Unwrap it, find the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Give me an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> no, not to be intimidating, but oh. Uh, yeah, but it might be, so I'm curious. Uh, that would be a five. Uh, no, no, sorry, that would be a nine. A nine. Um, the kid is sort of giving you the room and you just see the, like, the eyes for, like, a second as he, like, recognizes and then just kind of goes back to the angry scowl. Yeah, Vlad tries to be intimidating, but there's, like, a little fuzz on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so aside from the kid who, at this point, you know, might be leading the rival heist, <laughs> nobody's immediately jumping out at you as, like, an obvious... Oh, it's definitely them. Um, but you know, you want to keep you want to keep your guard up. You never know, because occasionally 
some of these folks are like actually legitimately, you know, clever members of the board who might be on the lookout for stuff like this or might be plotting their own shenanigans. Some of these folks uh, would be just as happy to own that stone as to patronize the museum that has it. Uh, Sloan, Risha, what are you all doing as you make your way? Yeah. I think Sloan gets immediately distracted by all the gems in here <laughs> and just starts oh, yeah. like in, in the way that like people who love museums <laughs> look at literally everything and read literally everything, cough, cough me. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, Sloan probably just is so sucked into like the first stone they see like, oh, dwarven 12th century. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, yep. So yeah, not even there. you're gonna spend some time being very distracted uh, by that. Risha, what are you what are you doing? I'm gonna wander along the 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 other side of the wall from where Sloan is being that museum patron. <laughs> no smushed up against the glass. <laughs> I do not look like I belong right now. <laughs> you're um, dressed right, no one's gonna question it. And make my way over in the direction of like the thing that we're here for, because I haven't, I have no idea what this is, and I'm curious. Yeah. Um. Based on at least the the uh, vague general fill in that you got at the tavern, and as you were walking over, uh, you can very quickly identify that the massive, slightly glowing green rock that is the same color as all of the lighting that's on this pedestal and like spotlit, <laughs> you know, over on the cell, that's got to be it. And indeed, as you get closer, you can see there's a big placard that uh, says, uh, you know, the Merkmeyer gem with all this write-up about how this was recently unearthed in the Merkmeyer dig, um, you know, telling this whole story of how this place was supposed to become a parking lot. And then the remains of this ancient civilization were discovered even older than previous discoveries made in the Merkmeyer area. And now this gem believed to be um, part of you know, an ancient uh, ceremonial temple or something is on display. It's always uh, ceremonial when they don't know. Uh, all this sort of stuff. Um, so you're able to, to kind of take that in. Is there anything you want to do specifically over there or just kind of get the layout? Get in, the it, get in the layout, get in the sense for um, keeping an eye on the security and how they're watching anyone who gets uh, close to the gem. Mm -hmm. um, Generally getting getting the vibe of of the place and also looking up and looking for any like rafters to hide in or anything fun like that. Um yeah, give me a quick perception check. Ooh, my first roll. Woo. Uh da, 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 da. wow, I didn't that's weird. Uh 22. 22. I, I didn't take proficiency in perception, which is what startled me, because I always do if I can. Uh, don't worry, I think everybody else in this game that's built a character <laughs> did, so you're in yeah. good company. Mm -hmm. um, they also can't roll above fours, apparently. Well, this, this really pretty chrysanthemum die just gave me a 19. Ugh, I'm well, gonna get screwed after this. <laughs> yeah, that was your one. Um, but you do look up and you notice um, the architecture of this building is such that you definitely see, like, there's not necessarily, like, full rafter beams, but there are definitely like architectural details on the tops of the columns that you are confident you would be able to sort of like parkour up to and like hang off of or perch onto. You feel like you could kind of 
you could maybe like rig something if you had to to be able to kind of get up there mm-hmm. um you notice that there are a couple of like kind of crevices that you could kind of tuck yourself into again not really super comfortable looks more like just that's the ceiling and we haven't dealt with some of the maybe age and decay in ways that we should but you're like i could kick through that and make a nook to hide in sure if i needed to um the other thing you notice, I'm going to make sure that I am looking at the correct information. Um, as you're looking around, uh, on what would be, in your view, the south wall of things, mm-hmm. um, you're looking at the wall and there's these kind of like panels on the wall, kind of like those old wood panels between the stone columns. And you notice that one of them is a different color from the rest. And it's subtle. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't be noticed in normal lighting, but something about this like weird green lighting with the torchlight is hitting the right way. The The color's a little different and the finish is wrong. Like this panel maybe was made at a different time than the rest. Hmm. Okay. Um, But that is what you are able to gather in your time here. Um, Time passes. It takes you guys a while to kind of weave your way through the party. Stuart, you do eventually find Clark after (laughs) wading through the crowd. He is kind of standing over. And Risha, you would notice this person. It's this just picture just like the most like eager looking uh knockoff zach efron looking kid um in a security guards uniform uh standing kind of in the uh directions northeastern corner somewhat near the stone where you can keep an eye on it uh so you you spot him uh he sees you he like goes to start to wave and then he like suddenly like remembers and like really quickly just does one of those and like tries to like really blatantly look off in the other direction i'm going to approach him and then stand next to him facing out Mm -hmm. as i have a clandestine conversation (laughs) excellent uh he he will kind of like stand there and like (laughs) glance and just like what's the code Scorpion boss, I'm undercover. Wow. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, um, Scorpion boss, uh, uh, what's, what's going on? Are we in danger? Uh, has, have you noticed anyone get sick around here? Sick, uh, uh, well, um. Feeling unwell. The, one of the other guards said she needed to go home early because she wasn't feeling great. I thought she was just faking because she didn't want to deal with with this, but maybe she wasn't. Yeah, that's one of the things that we are investigating. Are people getting, are people getting sick? Wait, is she faking? Is she planning to steal the stone? No, Uh, (laughs) no, but you should probably stand 10 feet away from it. Something gonna happen if I don't? Actually, you might wanna subtly tell the other guards maybe 15 feet away from it. Gotcha. For prolong, cause you're in here for prolonged time. Okay, okay, okay. Should we, should we be worried about the, about the patrons? No, they're mingling about, going in and out. They should be fine. Okay. Okay. It's just, you know, those of us who stand in one place for a while. Is this, is this like, 
is this like when my when my when my mom's doing her alchemical stuff and I stay in too long and then I'm like glowing for a little bit and it's precisely. <sighs> anyway, okay. uh, so you know, just you know, keep an eye out. Maybe yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, if, sure. if somebody's spending like an hour staring at it, you might want to just move them along. Oh yeah, no 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 uh, no no. The the curator said we shouldn't let anybody uh, spend too long uh, too long looking at it, but. I, I think that's just because she wants to be the one to point out all the cool stuff about it. So she just wanted him to see it first. <clears throat> who, who else is working tonight? Uh, uh, Miriam, of course, because Miriam's always working. Uh, I think Violet got stuck on uh, on duty again. Uh, Surith is on. Uh, Darison is around somewhere. Uh, there's like, I think there's 12 total, but that's to cover the whole museum after we close too. They're not all here at the gala. Okay. Does it seem odd to you? Is that more than normal? You know, now that you mention it. For, for after the... No. Close. Shouldn't there be more of us? No, oh, that sounded like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's I mean, not even 12 rooms in this museum. <laughs> well, no, but like there's a lot of valuable stuff and like... The the gem the the, the Merkmeyer gem is, is priceless. It's the only one like it that we've ever found. At least that's what the curator was saying. It's 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 literally one of a kind. Anybody could try to take it. Uh, oh no. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Clark looks incredibly rattled. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, good work. Scorpion bus. Thank you. Scorpion bus. Uh, he goes, like, salutes you and then immediately, like, catches himself again and, like, <laughs> turns around, like, looks at a wall, like, doing the very, like, oh, look at this interesting. And then remembers oh, he's supposed to be watching the people, like, this. spins around again. So, uh, as we are having this conversation, <laughs> yes. <it's wild. laughs> as we are having this conversation, I would love to pull that key card off of his. Give oh. me a sleight of hand check with advantage because he is incredibly distracted. Right. Magic. Mm. Magic. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Not with that nat 20, you don't. Probably. <laughs> so that's a nat 20 and the 19. Wow. Oh. 25. Uh, yeah, he does not even wow. suspect that you are. Yeah, no, you, you. this is the easiest pocket you have ever yeah. picked. Uh, yeah, you have a key card now. You have a key card with full guard access. Dang. Oh. Very nice. Uh, which you, I'm just going to say from your watch background and possibly having picked up gigs like this yourself in the past, um, you know that's going to be access to just about everything, if not everything, because they're security. So. Perfect. All right, mm. and I'm going to m then mingle about How? And, okay. and not bring attention to the fact that I have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How big is the room? The room is... Uh, we're just going to go with these dimensions. I feel like this should be bigger, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> the room is uh, 30 feet east to west and 35 feet north to south. Oh, that's not big. No, it's not. That's why I think it should be big. <laughs> but I did not design this map. Lagos going to be in the middle of the room, so like 15 feet away from the entrance. And uh, make sure this doesn't work. He wants to look towards the Allosaurus and cast Minor Illusion and make a dinosaur roar sound at the 
as close to Elsaurus as they can. Um, okay. And is looking out for everyone to make sure everyone has turned their head. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> wow, everybody did terribly. Um, yeah. Everybody in the room suddenly hears this loud prehistoric roar coming in the room and every head in the room, including possibly some of your compatriots, swivels to look toward that. You want to give Yeah. Vlad is, wants to like sneakily back up to get closer to the pedestal stone. Sure. While everyone's distracted. Yeah. How close do you want to be? Right next to it or as close as I can without. There's pretty much like, it's kind of standard museum style. Like there is like the little cordon that's maybe like two, three feet off from it. So you can't necessarily get right up next to it. Um, just for like safety of the objects, but you can get right up to that cordon for sure. If you want to get past it in, you know, I would say you've got like a second or two to try to like no. step over it, but people no. will notice. Vlad just wants to, well, they pop reach and just put it on the pedestal. <laughs> they want to just see what happens with that happens and then quickly retract arm and get a little farther away to like pretend like they're looking at the sound. Okay, I have to look a thing up real quick. Lollipop. I love it. Uh... There's a scorpion inside of it. Of course there is, mm -hmm. but that kind of a name is. <laughs> yeah. Scorpion lollipop. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's a very descriptive name. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, okay, this is interesting, but I like this. So um, you're just gonna take the lollipop and you're just, Pop on the pedestal, like okay. not even just since I think we probably you guys you told us about sensing transmutation mm -hmm. magic, and so Vlad is just doing an experiment to see what sure. happens mm -hmm. when you put something on it. Like, does an alarm trigger? Does you know? Got it. Um, as you put it down, there is no there is no visible change that you see. Give me a perception or investigation check and add your dexterity modifier to it. Okay. I'm definitely going to do perception. Mm -hmm. You can add your regular modifier as well, but then add your dexterity in addition mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. that. Fourteen? Maybe add some both. Yeah, maybe add a bit. Yeah, let's bit. 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 Of something internal, like shift or adjust. Um, to look at in the pedestal. In the pedestal, okay. as you make contact with it. 
And suddenly images of Indiana Jones are flashing through my head. <laughs> oh my god. The stone golem is coming to life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um we got it. We're first level. <laughs> but nothing happens to the lollipop? Nothing happens to the lollipop. Nothing happens to the stone of the pedestal, but you feel an internal mechanism shift. Is anyone looking back at the pedestal? Um, at this point, because I will say, you know, there was this moment, some people got very distracted, maybe kind of wandered out, but a lot of people are just like, oh, maybe it's ambiance. Oh, museum after dark. <laughs> they make the dinosaur roar. How quaint. <laughs> and they've gone back to chatting amongst themselves. Nobody's really, like, noticed you in particular. Um, but they are now kind of returning to mingling, so... <laughs> Let's we'll just leave the lily ball there then. Okay. Great. Blame it on the 10 year old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna very, very slyly sort of lag <clears throat> was at you. Yeah, once uh, I was curious about pedestal since you say magic on it. Would you like turn and look at you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then you see Vlad is standing very close to the area where the stone and the pedestal. Oh, I hear clicky click. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? What do I think when I hear clicky click? Uh, give me a, I don't know, an intelligence check. If you have a skill that you want to propose. Like a class skill? like. Artificer? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, uh, give, give me an intelligence check and add your proficiency bonus. Okay, cool, cool, like, I don't, cool. This is Yo. the limitation of skill checks. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like, you know, mechanisms and shit. Yeah. Um, you said intelligence. Intelligence plus proficiency. Plus proficiency. Okay. So that's 23. 23? Oh, yeah. I mean, you've come across, like, there's, like, puzzle boxes where it's all the, like, locks and tumblers. And now as you think about it, um... A pedestal that is mounted to the ground seems kind of actually weird for a museum like this that has to change over things all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that it's like fixed to the ground and now there's a click, this is probably rigged with some sort of trap or alarm and it's just mechanical instead of magical. Okay. Or maybe both, because you did get transmutation magic. So okay. maybe it's a combo lock. Oh boy. Okay, well, you know, maybe let's not touch it again because it could be a puzzly, alarmy type thing, and also maybe it'll kill you. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the. Does it explode and shoot stakes out? For level one characters, <laughs> just immediately <laughs> assuming they're like, going to die. Yeah. We're very squishy. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it was <laughs> Oh, I mean, we found something out. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. But, like, you know, just don't touch it again. As time passes, you know, 15 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes, is there anything else you guys are doing or investigating? I am, you know, it's taking you some time to work your way through all these people, to mingle, to mm -hmm. assess things. So is there anything else specific that you guys are checking or looking at as you have sorted through all these things? Does Lady Fancy Pants with all the feathers have any nice jewelry on? She has what is presumably like the family heirloom necklace. 
Um, so everything is like like flamingo feathers. It's like an ombre of like whites to pinks. And then she's got this like rose gold necklace with like this massive pink gem in it. And then all these little danglies with more pink gems in it. <laughs> A gem? You don't, you you don't have to roll for it. <laughs> Fucking expensive. Okay. Like, like you're looking at that and you're like, oh yeah, I could probably buy a house with that. Like the total cost of that. Do I recognize like the craftsmanship? Is it like a famous heirloom oh, that I would be yeah, aware no, of? Yeah, no, I mean, this, this is absolutely one of those, like you, you don't know for sure which one it is, but this is definitely one of those like, oh yeah, that's one of the 23 necklaces. Like it's like a Fabergé egg sort of situation, right? Like that's uh, one of the 23 necklaces of the great craftsman and so okay um, like yeah this is one of this is a very high flutin family or at least at some point in their past they were and they have managed to retain this based on the dress you're thinking that they may be you know old money that doesn't money as much anymore mm. but they kept the jewels which was the important okay. part okay i'm gonna i'm gonna chat up lady what's her bucket and like try to get a name try to like make a connection and admire her jewelry and maybe like just you know make small talk and and like oh yeah get in with the in crowd uh yeah she immediately loves you when you start talking gems uh awesome. we'll talk gems with you all night her husband never stops looking like he is bored out of his mind and just kind of like in response when he ever he is addressed <laughs> Um, the small child, similar to dad, just kind of like eye rolling a little bit and staying planted in the, you do not move from this spot location. <laughs> are they sort of, are they stationary or are they like? They're parked by the table where the canapes are reloaded. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. The, the smart spot in a parting. Yes. Right between the canapes and the punch bowl. Perfect. I just, I want to like get a sense of them and, and talk to them and like, this kid is freaking me out a little bit. So I kind of just want to like keep an eye on this kid and, and get a sure. sense of like, what, what's their deal? Um, yeah, you're able to, you're able to do that. Um, anybody else, anything? I've, I heard, no, you. I heard the curator mentioned a couple of times and I'm, I'm curious what they, this seems to be like a prize yeah. display. So I, I want to look around for the curator and where they may be holding court talking about this gem to anyone who will stand still long enough. Um, you are able to find the curator. Even if you don't know what the curator looks like, it is easy to locate the curator because she is dressed all in white with a big blue like emblem of the museum on mm -hmm. her lapel. Um, white, very smart, slick cut white pantsuit white coiffed hair, you know, perfectly coiffed. Uh, and she is indeed holding court sort of in the uh, uh, southeastern corner of the room, surrounded by a lot of very rich men in a variety of, uh, you know, you've got like rich tux guy, you've got rich cowboy dude, you've got rich tech bro with the turtleneck and the slim fit or whatever, you know, just every different variety of like wealthy white guy <laughs> that you could possibly have in a D&D &D fantasy setting. So one of them is actually an elf and one of them is actually a dwarf, but you know, yeah, the type. The type. Um, and she is going on at length. 
um, as you stand close enough, you can catch some things about, you know, like the wonderful discoveries and how um, she couldn't bear to see it uh, hoarded away in a university where no one would get to appreciate its splendor because you know how scholars get so possessive and keep everything so secret for no reason when it should be on display for all to see, things like that. Like lots of disparaging of the university. Mm. Listen, uh, when when <laughs> when there's a breath to, for, for her to catch her breath, I'll, I'll join in on the disparaging of the university types. Oh yeah, she will happily <laughs> pay you. You are you are welcomed into the circle uh, with some nods of respect as you like clock the silk shirt and the chain, and you get the ah oh, yes, one of us. Please continue. <laughs> um, uh, so you kind of absorb into that circle. Time continues to tick oh. on. Glenda wants to scan the room at the guards. Does anyone in particular look like they might be like the most inexperienced or new? Oh, it's Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, Clark. Did, did Vlad, does Vlad know that's Clark? Like that's our contact? I don't think you pointed Clark out no, to anyone specifically. So, so uh, what, you, what you see is a really uh, Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, slightly nervous-looking okay. scrawny kid up in the southeastern corner who is doing a very specific job of taking, like, every five minutes, taking one step further into the room away from the stone and trying to not look like he's watching the stone, but is definitely keeps glancing over at the stone. <laughs> I have lots going to go up. Oh my god, why they let kids in here? Look at kid put lollipop near stone! That, that, that's gonna ruin this play, you need that lollipop on my face! See how Clark Oh no! What do you want Clark to do? To what grab, response do you want? Clark? I want uh, Clark to get the lollipop off the pedestal so that I can see what happens. <laughs> um, you see, okay, great. Um, this poor baby guard. You see Clark, look, his eyes get huge. He looks at you, he looks at the lollipop, he immediately scans the room, his eyes lock on the curator, uh, oh, who- She's going to be wait, so mad like, looking that you see, let the little boy put lollipop on there. Uh, uh, um, uh, I'll think of something, I'll think of something. I, uh, well, go uh, stop. You, wait, you no, can go wait, fast. No, but they can't, they can't find out. But everybody's here, but they're not, they can't see it. I don't, um, I've got to clear the room. I've got to clear the room. Um, uh, uh, and he uh, turns around and he looks, goes over to the wall, opens a panel, yanks the fire alarm. Yes! <laughs> and with that, we are going to take a break. Before we take a break, as the rush goes in, Vlad's casting invisibility. <laughs> And Vlad, the the uh, klaxon sound, all of the lights in the room turn red and start flashing. Uh, you hear uh, a magic mouth loudspeaker so saying, please remain calm and proceed to your nearest exit as Vlad, Vlad vanishes into the shadows. And with that, we will take a break and be back as soon as six people can use one bathroom. See you all soon. You've been listening to Keys from the Golden Vault, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign produced by Quests & Chaos. This episode featured... Thomas Cook as Stuart Shawnery. Laura Domingo as Vlad. 
Cheryl as Gemma Baines. Cal Garrett as Sloane Sidron. And Alondra Heilman as the GM. If you enjoyed the story and are looking for even more chaos in your life, head over to questsandchaos.com. There you can find our full archive of Dungeons & Dragons live plays, such as Spelljammer, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, and Chaos Agents, plus our other TTRPG campaigns like Call of Cthulhu and Thirsty Sword Lesbians. And if you'd like to be a part of the chaos yourself, consider supporting us through Patreon, or just come hop into our incredibly active Discord server. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, the Golden Vault is always looking for new recruits. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?